Hello everyone and welcome to the Align Wellness Podcast. I'm Megan Schmidt and today we are talking about meanings. Welcome back to the Align Wellness Podcast, or if this is your first episode, welcome and thanks for listening. Today we are talking about meanings and how it relates to your happiness or your unhappiness and how you can choose differently. So what I mean is like, what are you making certain situations mean? So this is an episode that I've had in mind for quite a while and I'm really happy that I will be chatting or sharing it with you guys today because um, even knowing this information you you could know it but you can still get um, kind of like roped back into that victim mentality or believing something that isn't actually even true um, when you when you start making things mean certain things so um, if that doesn't make sense it will by the end of this episode so let's start off with an example um, this is for all the parents out there. So say you have a child that is a picky eater. And um, if you're a parent, I'm sure you can relate to this on some level. If you're not a parent, maybe you are the picky eater or maybe um, you know, you're know you wanting to eat healthier, but you just aren't for whatever reason. This can be applicable to you. So in this situation, like you're making meals for your child, your child sees them, complains about it, they won't eat or whatever, they ask for something else. Um, whatever happens, but for me, like I have three relatively good eaters, but this still comes up for us. Like the girls, you know, they don't like peppers, for example. So sometimes they'll like if we put them in something or like on a on a pizza, they'll pick them off or whatever. Um, so or even like if I make a soup, and they normally love this type of a soup that I make, and then I make it, and then for some reason that day they won't eat it, but like those types of things. So that still happens to us even though we, the girls, are pretty good eaters. So this is where my mindset has changed compared to maybe others who haven't done this thought work. So if my kids don't eat a meal, I, for the most part, don't make it mean anything. And what I what I mean by that is I don't let my mind go into such thoughts like, oh, my kids are so picky, they never eat anything that I make, they always complain about the foods that I feed them. Um, and those two things, like they never eat anything I make or they always complain, those are absolutes. And when we speak in absolutes, especially when it's in a negative way or something like referring to something in a negative um, in a way that we don't want things to go, then it just adds to your negative feelings. And so it can kind of like add fuel to the fire. So I would really be mindful of steering clear of saying those types of statements to yourself or to others. You know, if you're in an argument with your, with your spouse, um, you never unload the dishwasher or things like that. Like that's not necessarily true. Um, maybe they don't as much as you, but that doesn't mean they never do it, probably. Maybe they never do it. I don't know, but I'm just saying be really mindful of not speaking in absolutes. Unless it's in the positive, like um, if you're saying affirmations such as I always stay committed to myself or things like that, then that's great, you know, if you if you're striving towards that. 
<clears throat> so when you allow your mind to go to those thoughts about making your child not eating the food that you prepared them mean something, then you, you're you just going to cause your body to feel negative emotions, you know, such as frustration, maybe annoyance, anger, self-pity, like whatever it is. Why can't my kids be good eaters? Like that's just feeling sorry for yourself, right? So in that situation, ask yourself, how do I want to feel about mealtime? And it's probably words such as peaceful, happy, maybe like um, enjoyment, ease might be one of the words that, um, one of the feelings that you want to feel. So then you need to know that you can feel those emotions whether or not your kids eat what you serve them. You just have to think the thoughts that would bring those emotions to your body. So maybe you're going to think a thought such as, I'm so happy I get to spend supper time or lunch time or meal time with my family. Um, maybe you're going to say something to yourself, a thought like, I love hearing about everyone's day at meal time or whatever. Um, so like you can start saying those thoughts because, um, or thinking those thoughts that are going to bring about peaceful feelings or happy feel feelings or um, ease, you know, like anything that's going to bring that feeling to you that you want to feel, start thinking those thoughts instead of thinking thoughts like my kids never eat what I serve them or why do my kids have to be so fussy or things like that. Um, so <laughs> if you're, you know, if you're a parent and you're listening to this, you might be thinking to yourself like, well, my kid still needs to eat and if they don't eat, they're going to be grouchy and um, I don't want that outcome. But without going too far down this path, because this is totally another topic for another day, it's not your responsibility to control someone. So, like, yes, of course, you're a parent to a child, so you need to feed them. But that's all you can do is offer them food. And, you know, you're not going to let them starve, so it's not like you're going to go days and days and days if you're just feeding them, like, one food at every meal that you know they're not going to eat right now. Like maybe you want to mix it up a little bit. So of course, make sure they're eating something, but you can still offer them some healthy choices with maybe some of their favorites, you know, um, and you can still encourage them through them seeing you eating those foods, maybe finding a new way to cook it. Um, and, and once you just relax a little bit, there won't be so much pressure on them. So like I said, you know, I've said this before in other um, Facebook lives or um, IGTVs that you get to decide what you serve your family or what you serve your kids, but they get to decide if they eat it and how much they eat of it and all that kind of stuff. So that's how it works. <laughs> it's their body and we need to teach them it's their body. And I talked about this on the last episode in the things I'm teaching my daughters is that we need to let our kids know that they are in control of their bodies. And um, I think that's really important that we're not forcing them to eat something and that we are um, kind of like allowing them to use their own judgment on what they put in their body. So it is, it is hard because we weren't probably most of us weren't raised that way, but it's not impossible. It doesn't mean that it can't be done. It doesn't mean that we can't change our way of thinking around this because um, when you 
are just like, as Brooke Castillo says, hanging your happiness on other people's actions or maybe their inactions, you are going to be left upset many times. Like people cannot always make you happy and that's just the way it is. So you don't need to rely on other people conforming to your standards to feel a certain way. <clears throat> so it's your thinking about them eating all of their food that causes you to feel happiness or frustration. So when you come to the dinner table without any control or any agenda of how you expect it to go, then your child will also sense that. And then they might, you know, like I said before, they might just have a little bit less pressure on them. Maybe they will be more open to it when you just drop your guards and just allow them to eat what they want. And I think it's important to understand that your kids eating or not eating certain foods doesn't necessarily determine anything about you as a mom. All it confirms is that they like or they don't like certain foods. And when you look at yourself, you see that you also like and dislike certain foods, then you can see like we're all human and we're all allowed to have taste preferences and it's totally normal. So there's nothing wrong with your child if they don't like mushrooms yet and they're um, not eating this food. Like that doesn't mean that they won't later on. So if you've been feeding them one way for a while, like more processed foods, and then you're trying to switch to maybe like a more whole foods diet, it is going to take time and, and that's just that's just a fact. They were used to eating foods that tasted different and now their tastes preferences are going to have to shift a bit. So you need to stay committed. If it's important to you, stay committed. If it's not important to you, like you'll revert back and whatever. That's fine, I guess, too, if that's what you want to do. But it just because it's going to take time doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. Um, so also, you know, if you could try to look from it from your kid's perspective, like they, I've read lots of books on, you know, toddlers and tantrums and acting out and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, when we can understand um, their perspective of situations, like they're kind of, they don't really have a lot of control in their life. So it is frustrating for them, especially if they have certain personalities, like, you know, all three of my daughters have different personalities. One of them is much more um, you know, opinionated. She wants what she wants and she does what she does and that's just how she is and that's totally fine. Like it might be a little bit harder to parent her right now but ultimately I want my kids to have their own opinion and I know that that's going to be good for her, for her when she's older, that she is strong and makes her own, um, makes her own opinions or makes her own decisions. So like kids have a lot that's out of their control right now. They don't really understand nutrients and that these foods are really good for them. Even if you tell them that, it doesn't really totally sink in yet. Their brain just isn't developed like that yet. So like, yeah, you do get to decide what you feed your kids, but it's also okay if they're not happy about it. They don't have a lot of control. Like They're allowed to feel their own feelings. So they might scream, they might cry, they might have a tantrum, they might act out, and you as the parent get to decide what behavior you will tolerate because it is, you know, like right now it's your household. They're still entitled to feel how they need to feel. But, you know, maybe you're going to say like screaming is not acceptable. You, you know, you still have to parent them. So it's kind of like this little delicate dance between what you allow, what you won't allow, what they are entitled to. You know, everyone is allowed to feel their own feelings, but like you're not allowed to hit people. You're not allowed to scream at people, those types of things. Like it's good to parent them on that, but they are allowed to feel their feelings. So um, let's go back to 
the title of this podcast, What Are You Making Things Mean? So if your child is a picky eater, um, and even you calling them picky is defining them in a judgment. So like if you're using that type of language, first of all, you might be projecting that onto them. They might just be fulfilling a prophecy. Um, or maybe, you know, you, you using that type of language is maybe already getting you frustrated because picky doesn't sound like it's a good thing, right? So if you, um, maybe you, your child just won't eat a certain food, that doesn't mean there isn't hope for them later later on to eat that type of food. So maybe you don't want to, don't want to call them picky, you just want to say they are particular or something like that, something that's a little softer. Okay, so let's do another example. So I don't really like talking about weight loss as if people need to like lose weight, but I do believe that if you're feeding your body, you know, processed foods, you know, drinking pop or junk or whatever, then maybe it would be worthwhile to clean that up and your body will likely adjust to find its natural weight. But because I know that a lot of people have a desire to lose weight, I am going to use this as an example. So this situation, like maybe you desire to lose weight and you have been eating a lot more whole foods, you know, crowding out some of those processed foods in your diet um, and you haven't lost any weight yet. What do you make that mean? So maybe you make that mean that, you know, forget it, I'm never going to lose weight or like I'm a failure. My parents had this body type so I'm destined to have that um things never work out for me um you know all this time that I've been eating healthy was just a waste of time since I haven't even lost any weight yet so I'm just going to go back to my familiar way of eating you know some of those some of those things might be thoughts that you're thinking so if you're thinking those thoughts the feelings that you're going to feel you know failure um frustration maybe like hopelessness, those types of negative feeling feelings. So you can choose to believe any one of those statements if you want to. It's totally fine. You get to choose. It's your life. But you could also believe a different statement. You could also think something else, but you have to actually be able to believe it. So you might have to just start out small, like um, weight loss is coming. Weight loss will happen to me. You know, something like that. It's maybe a little bit more hopeful, maybe not 100% belief yet, but um, you can choose to say something like, I am committed to being healthier. Uh, Or you could, you know, have a thought such as, these foods are giving me so much more energy. I feel so much better than before when I'm eating this way. Um, Why wouldn't I choose to keep eating this way? This is the best foods for my body. Um, You could have a thought such as, weight loss will happen eventually if I stick with it. Um, maybe, you know, weight gain didn't happen overnight. It's not going to come off overnight either. That's like a good, hopeful feeling thought. Um, you could think of a thought such as whether or not I lose weight doesn't determine if I win or fail. I am so much more than my body. So you don't have to make that mean failure. Um, you could, you know, this is a, a, a really good one is like, I love my body completely, exactly as, as it is right now, and I'm eating healthier because I love my body, rather than I'm eating healthier so that my body conforms to society's standards, you know? So having these thoughts are going to lead to better feeling feelings. So saying something to yourself like, I love my body completely, um, exactly as it is, that is going to, and maybe you can't believe that yet. So if you can't believe that thought yet, then um, choose a different thought. But if you do believe that, like if you, if you really want to believe that, or like 
maybe you really want to believe that so maybe you're gonna say like I'm in the process of loving my body um, I love my body more every day something that is believable then you are going to feel hopeful you're going to feel like you're gonna feel love in your body you're going to feel like satisfaction you're going to feel um, maybe you'll feel comfort in your body or in your choice to eat healthier. So just like with the last example, you can choose to believe either side of these thoughts. You can choose to believe that you are a failure or you can choose to believe that everything is happening in exactly the right time. And that to me is a lot better thought and it leaves me feeling a lot better than feeling or thinking I am a failure because that's going to lead me to feel um, disheartened and you know, it's then the action that I'm going to take from those feelings is probably self-sabotage, right? Like I'm probably going to do something that isn't aligned to the goal that I have in mind. So this kind of is all from Brooke Castillo's work and it's called The Model. And so you have a circumstance and then that circumstance leads to a thought, which leads to a feeling, which leads to a result. Um, or an action which leads to a result. So this is really, really cool stuff. And it's just important for you to know at this point that when you have any circumstance, you can make it mean one thing or you can make it mean another thing. And either way, like the meaning that you that you um, give a circumstance is going to make you feel a feeling. And that feeling is going to either um, like lead you to take an action or maybe not take an action and so it's either going to move you towards your goal or away from your goal so every time you think a thought it's going to produce a feeling and it's so important to know this so the next episode um, is, it's going to be on Thursday and we're going to build on this concept so I have a lot of episodes that I want to share with you guys in the next little while so for the month of October possibly into November I'm going to share two episodes a week so Mondays and Thursdays so on Thursday, I'm going to talk about 100% belief. Um, stay tuned for that one because it's a really interesting topic and it just builds on this. So I really hope that you all found this helpful and I hope that whatever situation in your life that you are struggling with that um, maybe is causing you some unhappiness that you will choose to make it mean something else because the way we feel is what we manifest in our life and we're going to be drawing situations to us that are aligned to our feelings so choose to feel happy feelings when you can and if you can't go from the maybe more um, lower energy vibed feelings you could go just for more neutral right now and then from neutral maybe you can grasp onto something that's a little bit more positive and so if this was really helpful for you and you want to learn more about this kind of stuff send me an email um, the emails in the show notes or you can you know, send me a DM on Instagram and ask about either booking a free 60-minute breakthrough call with me so where we can go over you know, any quote-unquote problem that you have and just reframe it and work through this thought process to get you to a better feeling emotion. Or the other option is, if you're listening to this in real time, there is another Manage Your Mind group program coming up on Monday, November 4th. And so this is the stuff that we work on in the group program. It's 100% online. 
and you get live weekly coaching calls with me and tons of exercises and homework to help you work through this stuff. So it's a really exciting group program. So to sign up, you can also just send me an email or like get more information by sending me an email. There's also a link in the show notes. So thank you all so much for tuning in today and we will chat again on the next episode.